It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the CarPro Show, the place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds is the CarPro. He ran his own dealerships for decades and served two terms as chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick. Fun fact, Kevin was once hit in the head by a golf ball struck by Tiger Woods' great-great-great-grandfather. Just trying to be transparent here. Here they are now on the CarPro Show. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us here on the CarPro Show as we approach the second half of January already. Boy, it seems like Christmas was just a couple of days ago. And now we're midway through the month of January, which is turning out to be a very good time to get yourself a new set of wheels. Uh, Particularly if you've got a trade-in, because trade values are just sky high right now. just so shocked because it's never been that way before. January is when used car prices drop. Boy, they sure haven't so far. And I've watched the auction two weeks in a row. First week I thought was a fluke. But two in a row, that's a pretty good indicator that vehicles are, uh, used vehicles are holding their value incredibly well, which will help you. Um, new car incentives are better right now than we've seen them. Uh, They were good in December, and they're almost as good in January, which is also strange. That never happens either. Normally, they'll try to start the year, automakers, I mean. Normally, automakers will try to start the year and pull back on incentives to see how that affects business. Because remember, incentives are their number one biggest expense, and they they would love to spend fewer dollars to sell cars than what we got used to before uh, the chip shortage. But it's good right now. So if you want to talk to me about what's the best thing to do, the phone number here, 800-926-7777. This is our hour number three of the national show, hour number five total for today so far. Uh, And if you've got to get out and go somewhere, get in your car, click the Listen Live button at carpro.com and listen to us on your Bluetooth in your car. We'd love to have you. So, Mr. McCarthy. Just to add on to what you said, when I was looking at the manufacturer's incentives across the board in the newsletter yesterday, it appeared to me that the rebates, lease cash, low interest rate specials and stuff 
were probably the best incentives we've seen since the whole shortage began. I, I think they were as good in December. Okay. I really do. Um, well, the last two months. But yes, that's a fair. Easily. That's a fair. Statement. And they didn't drop off in January like they normally do. No, they did not. Which is great news if you're in the market for a car. Yeah. Because um, you know if if you listen to me all year long, you're going to hear me say a million times. Buy in December, don't do it in January, because January is the worst month of the year to buy a new car. And this year, it is shaping out to be just the opposite of that. And, you know, inventories inventories are building. And the other thing, which I'm really paying attention to, and I'm not ready to make it as a definitive statement, but I'm going to tell you right now, electric cars are stacking up. Mm-hmm. They're not flying off the lot like they were. Mm-hmm. It's just that's competition. There's there's more and more of them coming out every single day. So something to watch for if you're if you're waiting for an electric, uh, because most of the 2022, if you wanted one, you were going to pay MSRP plus, mm-hmm. and that plus could sometimes be. If you want an electric, pretty good chance that you're going to be able to get one at MSRP um, here before long, if not today. That's amazing. Uh, It's what, that's, that's. What competition does? Yeah, market shifts. I mean, got lower gas prices have had something to do with it, although we did see a spike this week. I don't know what that was about. But whatever. Let's talk to David and see how we can help him with a hybrid. David, welcome. David, are you there? Dave's not here, man. David is maybe maybe not. Uh, but let's just double check. Okay, I think you're you're coming in now. How can we help you, buddy? Thank you. First-time caller, long-time listener. Good to have Actually, you. Actually, several of the questions that I had were uh, answered when you talked to the nice lady from Montgomery, Texas, which isn't very far from me. I was looking at a Venza. If I, I could have, if, if I could have pronounced the name where you live, I would have. <laughs> it's a Tuscacita. <laughs> I've heard of it. Yeah. I knew, and I knew it was around Houston, but I was afraid I'd butcher yeah. it. A Tosca Cedar? Yeah. It's 25 miles north and slightly east of Houston. Uh, the reason I'm calling is I have an idea of what I'd like to get, which is probably a Vinza. Uh, from listening to you talk to the nice lady from Montgomery, uh, Texas, a few minutes ago, I have a sense of what dealer I should go to and actually the, man, the name of the man who I need to talk to. Yep. My question is, I've been checking inventories around on different dealers, and I can't seem to find the actual color and trim level that I would be interested in existing inventories. How do I uh, finagle getting the actual trim level and color that I want if I'm not seeing them in any, the existing inventories on the website? You just you tell Nate Murphy at Fred Hess in spring – what you're looking for now the more specific you are 
about what you're looking for, the harder it's going to be for him to come up with something. Because Toyota's distribution system is unlike any other automakers out there. And frankly, it's the worst instead of the best. And I love Toyota and I love what they do. But, I mean, my Dallas Toyota dealer, for instance, talked to him this morning. He had 14 cars show up yesterday that he didn't know was coming. And it's that way with Toyota. They build what they want to. So the the point is, if you can be, if you can give him two colors instead of one, that would be acceptable. If you can tell him what model you want in a Vincent, you're looking for the XLE or what, um, and and just give him a little bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. They are very good at matching up a vehicle exactly or very close to what you're looking for and then letting you, because you listen to this show, you have a question. letting you have the first right to look at it. it. It's all about communication right now, David. And I will tell you this. Dealers have gotten smart. They hide some of their inventory online so that other dealers won't see it and want to do a dealer trade with them. So you really can't go by websites today. Inventory turns way too fast, especially Toyota. I appreciate the call, buddy. If you have a question, get free advice you can count on. From Jerry Reynolds at the CarPro Show. Call 1-800-926-7777. If you would like to see the first ever Honda that I could say to me looks stylish, then you need to subscribe to the Carpool Newsletter. I, I like this last generation Accord. They they finally came up with some pretty wheels. Yeah, for that car, and it's got good lines. But this new one, oh, the, new the front end on the new gorgeous. One, it's in the the newsletter. If you'll go to carpro.com, subscribe at the bottom of the page. You'll see what we're talking about in about two or three minutes. Yes, you will. And now we go to Deborah in Fayetteville, Pennsylvania. Deborah, welcome. Hello. Um, I want to know what you think. Hi, how you doing? I want to know what you think of this particular car that I bought a few years ago. I'm kind of waiting for the shoe to fall. I heard this not really a good car. It's a 2013 Nissan Altima, but it has the V-stick. It's the larger, I don't know cars well, but it's the larger engine. Um, there are not very many of them, I don't think. Um, but I heard that this v, uh, CVT is bad and I could lose the engine. And I wanted to know your opinion. i kind of just waiting here for the shoe to drop. <laughs> and I wanted to know uh, what you know about this particular car. Well, the engine's going to be okay. They, they, Nissan always made good engines. 2013 was a problem year for the CVT transmission. Uh, no question about it. Uh, and and they had trouble in 14 and 15 before they got everything ironed out. Uh, I had a, I reviewed a 2013 Pathfinder, brand new, had no miles on it, and I lost the transmission in it during the week I was reviewing it with 1,700 miles on it. Um, not exactly what an automaker wants to happen. They have been mm. great since 2015. How many miles are on your Altima? Fifty, about fifty-five thousand. Okay, 
you've, you, you don't need to panic right now. Typically, if there is going to be an issue, and there, there isn't, not every one of them have a problem. But if there's going to be one, it'll probably be around 75,000 miles. But you may not have a problem. That's really low miles on a 2013. Um, did you get it from a dealer? Yes, I did. I, I did. I got it from a dealer, and it was low mileage. That's why I, I like the idea, because it does have a little nick. <laughs> it has um, like a little, like there was a small accident, I guess, before. So I have a tiny, that's why I got a deal on it, I guess. It was a few years ago. I don't remember every detail, but um, it's, I think it had about 35,000 miles when I got it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of worried that it's going to, you know, I'm going to have this problem. And Okay, so at 75,000, I should be looking for an issue, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I like it, said, not every one of them. So does it make a difference if this was the larger engine? Do you know anything about that? No, it, uh, it's not going to matter. Okay. You know, I, I'm glad it's got the larger engine, to be honest with you, because I think back then it was a better engine than the smaller engine. And of course you're getting you're yeah. getting more power, but it's not that's not gonna have an effect on the transmission. So I I and look, life's too short, Deborah. Don't don't fret over this. If it happens, it happens. Um and it may not. And I'd say the chances are probably 50-50 that it won't. Okay. So okay. just okay. enjoy the car. They're fun cars. They're great driving cars. That that CVT starting in 2013 was the only real issue uh, with it. Otherwise, they were exceptional. So just drive it and enjoy it. And if it happens, you're looking at probably a $4,000 repair. Actually, okay. with the Nissan CVT, there is no repair. It's a replacement, and that costs about four grand. So, you know, be prepared. And if you really like the car and you want to make it go another five or six years, start accruing now. And I tell people this a lot self insure. Start putting $100 a month away in an account Mm -hmm. where you won't touch it and Mm -hmm. don't use it for maintenance. It's, It's like a warranty, it's only for repairs. And have a little nest egg put back, so if it does happen, you'll be in good shape. So you think just if I like the car, it's probably cheaper than to get a new engine, or is it the engine or the transmission? It's the transmission. That's the only thing you got to worry about. Engine's going to be fine. And if the transmission goes, it is it'll have no effect on the engine either. So. Oh, I understand. They're 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 two separate components, and they're you know they're complicated separately but not tied together they just hook up together and one won't affect the other if the engine were to go out it wouldn't hurt the transmission transmission goes out it's not going to hurt the engine so do that start putting some money away and get ready for it and then at the time if you want to trade you can every new car looks great but it has to fit you get help before you buy or lease call the car pro show 1-800-926-7777 in the Atlanta area, we go to Wesley. Wesley, what's going on? 
Hi, Jerry. Hi, Kevin. Thank you for the show. I have a kind of a strange question. How do I determine if the vehicle that I bought really is number six Lexus in the country? Are they tell are they telling you it was the number six made or the number six sold? Um, I think they're telling me that it was the number six brought into uh, the country. It's an LS four hundred. It's one of the original black ones, and I bought it from the original owner. My wife liked it. It was on a local lot, and um, I was I didn't know what it was because it looked like a Mercedes, but it but it definitely is a Lexus and. Um, it, it, the VIN number. I've got the VIN number, and I, when we when we bought it, the man told me it was number six imported into the country, and I think that means it's number six made. I don't know, but it's an LS four hundred, and it's uh, one owner, nice nice car. I just wanted to find out if if you could tell me how to determine if it really is the number six one. You know, typically the VIN numbers are sequential, and the first eleven. Numbers and letters of the 17 are, no, the first 12, sorry, uh, of the numbers and letters will be the identifiers of the car. It'll tell you where the car was made, what engine it's got in it, a lot of information there. But then the last five numbers, if if yours is, is the number six one produced, then your VIN number is going to read 00006. Cool. I have a winner. Do you? Yes. It's uh, it's uh, uh, the last number is six. The next two are zeros, and then I've, so it's uh, o zero two four o o six. There you go. You're in good shape. I tell you what. Hello? And I don't know if you're planning on getting rid of it down the road, but you know you're right there at classic car um, criteria. Twenty five years is. Uh, that's when everybody deems a car a classic and things little things like that vin number that could really make a difference in the value down the road so you did good i'm proud of you man and thank you for listening to us there in the atlanta area we're tickled to death to be there uh we love wsb take care wesley buy the wrong car and what do you get heartaches Call the Car Pro Show to get the right car first. 1 800 926 7777. So, I want to tell you something my experience about the car you're test driving this week. I walk in. Which one? The, the Mitsubishi. I walk in the car pro garage, and usually when I walk in, I, I get a side view of whatever you're driving. Yeah. And I go, oh, that's an, you know, I, I know the brand just from looking at the side most of the time. Yep. This time I had no clue. I had to walk 10 or 20 spaces over and lean around and check out the badge on the front grill. And I went, that's a Mitsubishi? It's a new Outlander plug in hybrid, and I got to tell you, I'm in love with this thing. It is just spectacular. I mean, well, if it drives and rides and works as well as it looks, it's going to be a huge, I mean, it could be a huge hit. I was all excited. I got this Bronco Everglades uh, for review this week, along with the Mitsubishi. And I thought to myself at the beginning of the week, self, I'm going to spend most of my time with the Bronco. 
And then I I drove it Monday and Tuesday, uh, and I'd had a similar Bronco to this before, so I was very familiar with it. And then the Mitsubishi, I thought, all right, I'm going to drive this one one night and back to the office the next day to get a feel for it. I never stopped driving it after that. Uh-huh. And last week, if you subscribe to the newsletter today, you'll see two reviews that I did. One, the uh, Maverick Tremor, which was very popular, and the Infiniti QX55, which was not particularly popular. Uh, let's talk to Joshua in Houston. Josh, what's going on? Joshua, are you there? Well, let's put Joshua back on hold and we'll oh, try. Can you hear me? Oh, yep. Now I can. can there we go, pal. What's going oh, yeah, on? Sorry about that. Hey, Mr. Reynolds. Appreciate you taking my call. Um, I was just a while back. I was driving a 2012 Silverado, racking the miles up on it. And a lady called in, said her son had some situation. He drove quite a bit of miles and he suggested the Highlander. I've gotten that and maybe two, three months after that, I totaled it. So I'm curious, is, there, is that probably the best option for me? I drive a lot of miles, carry a lot of tools and things. Um, and I just went and put a deposit down another one. Is there maybe another better vehicle out? You know, the Highlander's hard to beat. I think the only one that's probably got more longevity is the Forerunner. Have you seen one of those? Forerunner? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I like that quite a bit because I like to do the off-roading. Um, but I still have my Silverado, so that's kind of what that was for. And I saw the, I don't think the Forerunner gets quite as good as fuel mileage, does it? No, it doesn't. Uh, it's, you know, it's a truck-based chassis, so it's rear-wheel drive versus the Highlander front-wheel drive on a car chassis. And so you get a little bit, you've got more capability with the Forerunner, but you'll get a little rougher ride. Uh, fuel economy won't be quite as good, but doggone, it'll do anything you want it to do, and it'll probably do it for 500,000 miles. That's just how good they are. Okay. Well, something like I get do the good choice. I was I was a little afraid I got made the wrong decision there. I should should have called in before I made the purchase on the first. No, time, it's okay. I, I it's all right. It. Hey, you're going to make a lot of purchases in your life. You sound fairly young. Um, so yeah. just keep yeah. that one in mind. And and if it doesn't work out with so. the Highlander, then take a look at it. Uh, both of them hold their value really well. But I I will tell you. Uh, there's not many vehicles made that will go as far as the Forerunner with the fewest amount of problems ever. It's 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 really an amazing SUV. Yeah, I rack up about forty thousand miles a year, so I need to need to push along for me. Yeah, I I I'd, I'd, I'd certainly give it some thought. But if you've already bought the Highlander, just drive it, enjoy it. Um, they're great vehicles, and you'll you you know you'll probably get. 300,000 miles out of it. So by that point, you're probably going to be tired of it anyway. Hey, I appreciate the call, Josh. Thank you so much. And Tim in New Braunfels, Texas. Tim, what is going on? How are you doing, Jerry? Doing good. Doing good. I appreciate you and Kevin taking my call. Sure. sure. No, I really, I I really, you're doing, I think you're doing a very good service for the community. Well, thank you, sir. I, I, I have a, um, I've always done my own work practically on cars, unless I something is really com- complicated. But anyway, what uh, I've I have been drawn, torn between God, so many things. Uh, the Ford Maverick, 
and had my interest. I mean, the Ford Bronco, and and but I've been mo- most li- most lately I've been vacillating between a uh, Hyundai Tucson and also a a Crosstrek a Subaru, and I just wonder between I, I, I now right now what I'm interested, most interested out there in Austin Subaru. They they've got they've got a car coming in. That's under thirty thousand on the cross track, and of course, that's kind of like, oh, that's my goal right now is to get a car under thirty thousand in this day and age. Jeez. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know? That's that's tougher. I mean, I mean, I mean, who would ever think we'd see these prices like we see nowadays? Oh. Anyway, I guess I'm just used to it. I'm I'm sort of dulled by it, to be honest with you. Nothing surprises me anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm driving a fifty thousand dollar Mitsubishi, and I think that's a great value. So, <laughs> you know, here's yeah, the situation. Know. You know, the the Maverick and the Bronco are both sold out for the entire model year of 2023. You'd have to order a 2024, which they're not offering yet. So you can't order a 2024. And if you, once they open the order books, probably in June, it could be another year before you get it. Yeah. Isn't that something? So, uh, yeah, it's a good problem if you're Ford. Uh, I love the Crosstrek. I got to be honest with you. And there ain't, there ain't nothing wrong with the Tucson. But the Crosstrek with the symmetrical all-wheel drive system, the eyesight system for safety, the long-term durability, uh, the fact that Subaru is now paying for three years of maintenance for you. Um, I mean, and the price point. You look, you roll all those things together, and for me, it makes Lacrosse Track one of the most attractive compact SUVs on the market today, bar none. Really? Yeah. Well, all right. Well, that's not, that's about all the confidence I need to go forward because there's one coming in. I'm wanting to put five hundred dollars on the hole when it comes in because they're almost all sold out before they get to get here. Yeah, Subarus. Yeah. Subarus had. Uh, microchip problems i mean they're better now and they had a lot of inventory that came in in december but it went out the day it came in you know they were either pre-sold or you know they people were standing there with their hand in the air the second it come off the convoy truck so they never really built any inventory and that's that's the problem but if you can get one of those for under thirty thousand, I I don't think you would ever regret it. I really don't. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, I certainly appreciate you taking my call. Hey, brother, I appreciate you calling, and I thank you for the kind words. Uh, really do. I appreciate you. Stick with us, and uh, we'll be back next week, of course. And if I can help you, I got great dealers in Austin and San Antonio, both, and. A lot of my listeners make that trip back and forth. It's not that far, and it's a it's actually a pretty nice drive till you get close to Austin. <laughs> That's the only problem with that. Traffic. Yeah. Find out the difference between four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. Call the CarPro Show at 1-800-926-7777. Call now if you want to talk to me, and you will get on. 
800-926-7777. You know, it's not my business. It's your business to give people advice about everything about buying cars and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's not your thing. That's not my thing. Um, But just to parallel your story in the newsletter this week about more and more people who have car payments of $1,000 or a month or more, a story just got published on Automotive News just about an hour ago that 84-month auto loans are soaring in popularity the uh, 19% of new vehicles and 11% of used vehicles in the third quarter last year were purchased for 84 month. I notes. really hate that. That's too long. If you got to go 84 months to buy a car, you're buying too much car. Yeah. And you'll never get out of it. You better, if you buy one and put it on 84 months, you better make damn sure you like it because you're going to be looking at it for six years minimally before you get to break even yeah before you get into a equity yeah because you're 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 not only paying 84 months you're paying interest a higher interest and you're paying a higher price than you have in the past and we don't look we don't know where the used car market's going there's just no way to predict that i quit it was like they used to try to you'll remember this predict incentives Mm mm-hmm yeah, no way. Threw away that crystal ball. Yeah. I, just, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, I think of where I was seven years ago, and no. there's no way I could have known seven years ago what I'd like to be driving today. No, of course not. And I, if I were still driving the car I bought seven years ago, I would be really tired of it. Well, most people are. I mean, so I get it. Some people keep their cars 10 years. Some uh, people. Some people, but most don't and and the reason for that is cars are changing so fast yeah new safety new technology all kinds of things um you know that cause people to to trade cars changing their lifestyle they find out they've got a baby on the way and they're in a two-door car you know things like that so don't set yourself up for failure by going seven years uh on a loan that's just that's just way 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 too long I had another article in the newsletter this week that actually surprised me how popular it was, but we have, we had a slew of questions just in the past month on the show about all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive and the differences between the two and, you know, do you need it or do you not need it? And and that sort of thing. So I wrote an article on it. It was in the newsletter yesterday. And if you go to carpro.com and go to the bottom of the page, you'll see subscribe to the free weekly newsletter. Put your email address in there, which is very safe. And then you'll get a confirmation. Once you approve that confirmation, you'll get yesterday's in your inbox, along with the best used cars for the money, my article about all-wheel versus four-wheel, and you can take a look at the full-year 2022 national auto sales by brand. Now, we're going to continue to look at sales numbers over the next, oh, I'd say it'll take three or four weeks of newsletters to cover all the subcategories. Shake it out. I wanted to give you the brands first. 
Uh, we'll take a look at, you know, sizes of SUVs. We'll take a look at the trucks and see who sold the most trucks last year, which was Ford for the 46th straight year. Uh, and we, we'll look, we look at sedans. We look at, we look at everything. And the reason we give you the sales numbers is because there is safety in numbers. You want to know what everybody else is buying because you hate to be the only one that's not buying. Mike in San Antonio, you're up next. That car you're looking at may be exactly the wrong car for how you drive. Before you buy, call the CarPro Show at 1-800-926-7777. And Mike in San Antonio, we got about two minutes here, pal, so we got to work fast. What can I do for you? Yes, sir. I've got a daughter getting ready to turn 16 and look at, just need some advice on best first car. And, I like, and I'm safety conscious. Are we thinking new or used? Um, either. Okay. And a budget? Do you have a number in mind? Uh, no, not really. Maybe <laughs> okay. thirty thousand. Okay, like you know, that's a good that's a that's a good range. Um, does she have a preference on what she likes as far as cars or SUVs? She hasn't really said. She loves Daddy's truck, but it's too old, and I'm afraid to let her drive it. Doesn't even have any reverse tail lights or anything. Yeah, and and young drivers' trucks are they're hard to drive because they're big. And and I I would look at a Toyota Corolla, a new one, which will fit in your price range. It's a great car. Very, very safe. I would throw the Honda Civic into the mix as well. It's terrific. Corolla and Civic. If she okay. want if, if she decides she wants an SUV, and frankly, Dad, I hope she does, because if that's the case then put her in a Subaru Crosstrek for safety. Crosstrek. Yes. I see tons of Outbacks on the road, but yeah. not Crosstrek. Crosstrek is smaller, which that's better because you know you, you don't want her loading up five kids in the car, and that's that's when they get distracted. But the thing about that Subaru is, if she does take her eyes off the road to change the radio station or make a phone call or to text somebody and she she swerves out of her lane or she veers out of her lane, it the car will put her back into the lane. If she's not paying attention and traffic stops in front of her, that's one of the few that will come to a complete stop without her hitting anything. So for those reasons, I think for young drivers – Subaru Crosstrek, if they want an SUV, it's probably going to always be at the top of my list. But the Corolla and the Civic, if she wants a car, those are good choices too. I got good dealers at the website, Mike. Thanks for the call. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows what you may not know about the car you want to buy. Call the car pro show at 1 800 926 7777. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.